Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Today, I'm going to be bringing you two new prophecies from Marty Breeden and also some important information about the midterm elections. You do not want to miss this broadcast. Okay, so for you to understand the two new prophecies that were just given, very powerful, we got to back up to one that was given to him July the 17th of 2015. Now, I've cut out a lot of it. I'm just going to kind of summarize it. Essentially, Marty Breeden went into a complete acute respiratory failure. He had all kinds of health issues, but he said, when I basically died, I went through a tunnel. When I come through the tunnel, I immediately heard the undeniable voice of the Lord say, my church does not really believe I'm coming back soon. He repeated it. My church does not really believe I'm coming back soon. Now, stay with me. This is going to be important. Over and over, the Lord repeated this exact same phrase. My church does not really believe I'm coming back soon. Finally, I sheepishly raised my hand and said, well, actually, Lord, your church does believe that you're coming back soon. And he said his voice changed and said, my church does not really believe I'm coming back soon. For if they did, they would not be living as they are. Now, hang on, let's go to the next part. Then, now this is July 17th of 2015. Then August 15th of 2015, He said, in my first night in the uh, UVA care facility, he said, I had a vision of a small oval-shaped bright light that came into my room. It began to get bigger and bigger. Now, let me just pause here a second. You know, a lot of us try to hear that still small voice, and that is the way we're supposed to hear the voice of God. But sometimes when he really wants us to believe it even more, we don't just get it in a dream Even more credible is a vision. Even really credible is when you have a vision where you're like there. And then, of course, in my opinion, the most credible would be something like an angel visit or like what John of Revelation had where he was taken to heaven. Okay, so let's get on to what he's saying. He said, I was taken to a large football stadium at night. And he said, I saw the scoreboard and the scoreboard said two minutes, 13 seconds. And I heard the Lord's voice say, my church should be living as though this is the two-minute warning. He said, I'm a huge football fan, and I knew exactly what the Lord was saying, that the world was in its two-minute warning, kind of like in a football game. Shortly after, two nurses came in at the direction of the Holy Spirit. They said, we were walking down the hall, each one in opposite directions, When we got in front of your door, the number two appeared in the spirit, and we both saw it on your door. So we want to know, what does the number two mean? And he said, it means that the Lord is coming back real soon. He knew exactly what the number two meant. So the point is here, the two nurses confirmed the scoreboard is at 213. Now, I don't know that 213 means anything specifically. We thought it might mean two years, 13 months, but that doesn't line up. But what it is saying is that you are, you and I are the last generation. Jesus is coming in our lifetime. And I think it's also saying that the fall of America is imminent. Now, we're going to come back to that 213. This happened 10.30 of 2018, as in 
by the time you hear this, like two days ago. This is called Missiles Hit America, also by Marty Breeden. He said, last night I saw war. As I've seen in other dreams, people were living their daily lives and across the media, social media, television, radio, you could hear the war rhetoric was ramping up. Okay, pause. What are we hearing right now? I don't know if you caught this or not, but Russia has just now announced officially that they are preparing for nuclear war. This is over Trump saying that he is pulling out of the INF Treaty. They have openly announced, let me say it again, Russia has openly announced that they are preparing for nuclear war. And of course, the insinuation is with America. Well, of course, we prophecy students, we know this has been coming for a long time. Okay, let's go on. You could hear the war rhetoric ramping up. I was with two men a bit younger than me who I didn't know. Even though these dire warnings were being issued, we saw people partying, drinking, living it up. I saw homes where the warnings were being broadcast, restaurants where they were issuing warnings and telling of the rising tensions, yet no one seemed to be paying attention. It was as if they didn't have a care in the world. Even though myself and a few others were warning, they ignored it. And they said, ah, they've been saying these kind of things for a long time. We'll be fine. Just ignore them. Still, feverishly, we continued to warn, but no one seemed to care or listen. Believe me, I know how he feels. Then in the middle of a sunlit day, I began to hear a roar. The roar got louder and louder and louder until finally I looked up in the sky and I saw missiles beyond what I could count. A second of time, a beautiful bright day turned into abject darkness. I could hear and see the explosions. I remember running up to a mountain and looking down upon the towns and the cities and even the rural areas and seeing them entirely decimated. What had once been a society that had mocked and made fun and scoffed of the warnings now had become a nation of people running in fear for their lives in total panic. For what I saw, there were great casualties. Me and the two men would go into a dwelling where there were people and tell them about the danger and tell them to repent. To our dismay, many still would not take time to repent. They were looking to hide and to save their lives. Although these missiles were exploding all around us, I didn't recall any of them hurting us in any way. One of the more troubling things that I saw was that as we ran into appeared to be a college, the students and the faculty were going about business as usual. Even though the explosions were hitting all around them, they carried their books, they walked down the halls as if nothing was happening. We warned time and time again they wouldn't listen. Then we noticed that the building around us, the college itself, began to crumble and fall. We warned, yet still the students, the professors, and faculty strolled around, totally ignoring the absolute destruction and carnage all around them, as if nothing was happening, as if they simply couldn't accept it. I looked into the eyes of the students as they walked through the halls, and an unconcerned look in their eyes. It was as if they knew what they were going to do, and nothing was going to stop them from doing what they wanted to do. It was heartbreaking. Then one of the men grabbed my arm and said, Marty, we're done here. It's time to go. 
We walked outside, and although complete chaos and mayhem and destruction ensued everywhere, in the very midst of this, we ran to people to tell them to turn to the Lord while they still had time. Some listened and became broken, but sadly, the vast majority still would not bend their knee to Jesus. Now, now, here's the interesting part. He said, I awoke. Amazingly enough, the time was exactly 2.13 a.m. Now, let's back up and see what God is really saying here. I told Marty, I said, I don't know if you realize this or not, Marty, but these kind of things don't just happen to people. I don't know if you've been anointed to be a prophet, but let me just tell you, you need to be. I said, you have been called to be a prophet. When you have a code blue experience, when you've been sucked through a tunnel, when you hear the word of the Lord say, my church does not really believe I'm coming back soon. When you have two nurses walking down the hall, both walk in at the same time, see the number two and want to know what's going on. And you just had a vision where you were taken to a sports stadium. You saw a scoreboard that said 213 as in 2 colon 13 on it. That's a confirmation. That's a confirmation that you are hearing from the Lord and that the world is running out of time, that this is the world's last two-minute warning. Then you're given another vision about nuclear bombs hitting America, people not repenting, and you wake up and the time is exactly 2.13. I said, Marty, I said, Marty, you are a prophet. I said, let me just tell you, this just <laughs> this doesn't happen real easy, and it doesn't happen real often. And I said, now you may be saying, who am I to be able to call you a prophet? I said, well, first of all, I've conducted over 60 crusades, and I've worked with some 15 or 20 different real prophets, and I live with a real prophet. All right, now let's go on to the next thing. As you folks recall, if you listen to the broadcast called ICBM Churches Attacked Six Storms Bring Repentance to Marty Breeden, dated 10-11 of 2018. So in this particular broadcast, this is part of what Marty said, and this is also going to shock you. So this is dated March 15th of 2017, but he read it on the air and it actually aired 10-11 of 2018, as in just here, what, a couple of weeks ago. He said, what I'm about to say is not from a dream, not from a vision, as most of us understand visions, yet I have seen it. It's a sense in my spirit that is so strong that I must warn you, even though I know I'm ahead of time. I also know ahead of time this is going to be discounted, mocked, and even ridiculed. Now, what essentially he's saying is this is a prophetic word. In my spirit, I know and have seen that there will be attacks coming to the United States, listen carefully, during our church worship services. I've seen the doors burst open, black hooded men in camo outfits, coming through the doors with guns and shooting the church members, the Christians, indiscriminately. I've seen them lock the doors behind them so that the victims can't escape in order to inflict the maximum amount of casualties. I've seen the shock 
and fear on people's faces as it takes a split second for them to actually realize they are now face-to-face with death and the one that they were just singing about, they're about to meet. I have seen these attacks as coordinated efforts. I believe many of the houses of worship that are attacked will be places where the attackers have frequented to get a feel for the layout of the facility. For those who are able to escape, there will be those waiting outside to inflict and to deal the same punishment as those on the inside are receiving. When this first takes place, many Christians will do as was done in the early church and will begin to meet in homes and secluded private places. I've seen people taking their Bibles to these meetings and also armed as well to provide protection for their families and children. Just when it seems there can be no more tragedy, the attacks will start again in rapid fashion. It will be a common experience. Let me say it again. It will be a common occurrence here in the United States to hear of yet another Christian church meeting or a Jewish synagogue attacked with deadly results. No amount of media coverage or lack thereof will deter these attacks, nor the public response to those who have perpetrated these evil acts. This has been in the planning stages for years, as the attackers, both Muslims and haters of all those that do good, will join forces to stop the mouths of those who preach truth, love, and righteousness. They will lash out at all that resembles God and his holy people, both the remnant, the elect, and the Jew. This nation will be weakened and in such disarray that other nations of the world will offer to send help. It is with a broken heart that I say and share these tidings. Yes, there will indeed be some logistical victories in some places, but it will be as though the belly of hell has opened up to war against the saints. Well, let me remind you. Revelation says it was given him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power is given him over all kindreds, tongues, people, and nations. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life from slain from the foundation of the world. Now, again, this was shared October the 11th. October 27th, as you all know by now, a 46-year-old probably an MK Ultra subject, probably he's had mind control used on him, as many of these other mass murderers probably have, and probably these people have access to social media, and that's kind of how they're choosing their people to use the MK Ultra on to get them to be mind controlled, to go out and pick up guns and go shoot and kill people. That's a topic. We've talked about that, so I'm going to keep moving walked into a Jewish Tree of Life synagogue in Pittsburgh during a Shabbat morning service, a bris baby dedication, and killed 11 people and injured nine. The sole suspect was arrested and charged with 29 federal crimes, 36 state crimes. The shooting was the deadliest attack on the Jewish community in the United States. Now, what prophet, and I'm going to go ahead and call him that, what prophet Marty Breeden was told is that this is going to come commonplace. Now, let me remind you, 
It was about mm, year, I told this on the radio, about a year, year and a half ago. I can look it up to be exact. But we woke up one morning and Leslie turned to me and said, the Lord told me last night that we need to get our LTC, a license to carry a firearm. I thought, really? Has it come to that? When God's ministers have to go get permits to carry firearms, really? I said, oh, okay, 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 fine. I'm not going to argue. We'll go get one. Well, 30 days later, we had not got around to doing anything. And she woke up again, and she said, the Lord told me again last night that we need to get our LTC. I thought, oh, well, man, I'm sorry I didn't get something done about this the very first time. I hate to have to be told to do something twice, especially when the Lord tells me to do something. So we really set our jaw to go get our LTC. But about 30 days later, we <laughs> we had not got it. Well, so one morning we woke up, and I turned to Leslie, and I said, the Lord spoke to you last night. He told you something. Now tell me what he told you, because she is not quick to speak. She's very slow to speak about what God has told her, and that's one of the things I really like about her. So when she does speak, I know it's God. So I said, so tell me, what did he say to you? And she said, like I said, we need to go get our LTC. So we got our LTC. Now, if you're a sharp cookie, if you're listening, and if you're hearing that God is telling a minister and his wife to go get an LTC, and you are a watchman, what do you suppose would be something good for you also to do? Let's go on to the next one. Late 2017, Mark Taylor said, when they start rounding up these people, and he's speaking of the sealed indictments, uh, which, by the way, I understand the count is up to some 60,000 sealed indictments that are to be served here. He says, from these indictments, there could be civil unrest. They're thinking to drop the hammer on a lot of these people, and they're going to start rounding these guys up, and it could possibly end up in some civil unrest in certain areas of the country. Well, let me just tell you, Mark Taylor, I don't believe it's just a small thing. Here's what I think you're about to see. Now, this is not a thus saith the Lord. This is based upon other thus saith the Lords, and I'm kind of putting it together. I think that you're about to see the greatest Republican victory in midterm elections in U.S. history. I think you're about to see the Democrats kicked out from the bottom to the top, from the east to the west, to the north to the south. And the reason I say that is several reasons. I've talked about those in other programs, so I won't go into that. But one of the reasons is Terry Bennett was told that when the checks from the government stop, the trouble will ensue. Shane Warren was shown a vision of people holding up signs, we want our entitlements. Now, that sounds to me like that could only happen if the Republicans are in control in all three houses, and they basically say, look it. The economy is going so good. We've got more people uh, that are needing jobs than we have people to fill those jobs. So you folks out there on welfare, you need to go get yourself a job. We will help you get a job. Of course, the people are going to say, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> I don't want your job. Just send me a paycheck. <laughs> and the Trump administration is probably going to start saying, no, 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 that's not what we're going to do. Now, in light of the Democrats, the left, got really angry when Trump and a lot of the Republicans won. 
you just wait until the midterms take place, and they really kick them out. We're going to talk about that in a second. That's going to cause problems. Then they start. the Republicans start doing all sorts of things that the left doesn't like. Now, let me quote the Hollywood actor James Cromwell. Recently, he is quoted as saying, This is nascent fascism. We always had a turnkey totalitarian state. All we needed was an excuse. And all the institutions were in place to turn this, meaning America, into pure fascism. If we don't stop President Trump now, then we will have a revolution for real. Then there will be blood in the streets. We're living in very curious times. And something is coming up which is desperately important to this country and to this planet. And this is the election in which hopefully some measure we are going to take back our democracy. By the way, this is not a democracy. This is a republic. Take back our democracy, which will have a government that represents us and not the donor class. We will cut through the corruption and we won't have to do what comes next, which is, listen carefully, either a non-violent revolution or a violent one. Because this, meaning the Trump presidency, has got to come to an end. I'm telling you that when these 60,000 people are arrested, there is going to be blood in the streets. There's already people shooting at some of some of the other people. I mean, that was, uh, what is a Republican place, got a bullet hole in it. That's coming. Trump is not above the law.org says that if they fire Rod Rosenstein, they have 400,000 people ready to protest in 900 American cities. Now, that's just upon the resignation of Rod Rosenstein. What do you suppose is going to happen when 60,000 people, some of their best friends, and the people that they love are all arrested, and they're not released, they're not out on bond, they're put into military tribunals, and some three months later they're actually sentenced, and they're not getting out. What do you suppose they're going to do? I'm telling you, just like Dimitri said, the fall of America will start with an internal revolution started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two other countries will attack and defeat America, and in one day so great riches will come to naught. Let me give you further evidence of what we're talking about. This came to Marty Breeden, and this is the second recent dream he had. Again, I believe he's a prophet of God. I believe he's hearing of God. As a matter of fact, as I read his prophecies, the anointing comes on me, confirming, in my opinion, that I'm supposed to put this on the radio. 10-23-2018. Title, I Saw America Divided. At 1.43 this morning, I saw America divided. Perfectly divided, right down the middle. Whether this is spiritual, ideological, physical, I don't know. It appeared as though I was lifted up above the United States. Half of the land looked completely desolate. It was gray and ashen, and I saw no life, no buildings, no trees, no wildlife, completely decimated. I saw groups of Christians gathering together in what appeared to be safe areas or like camps. The leaders were strategically planning how to minister to the people in the midst of this chaos. Outside the camp, there was great upheaval and internal struggle. I saw the gross darkness. Listen to that carefully. I saw the gross darkness. I saw the perversion. 
I saw people that I've met who have committed suicide, parenthesis, many committed suicide. I saw the demon-possessed trying to infiltrate the camps of the Christians. The Christians were given supernatural wisdom, supernatural power, and they walked in great love. Now, pause. You remember I told you I heard the audible voice of God August 8th, 2015 say, this is the time of miracles. And then he downloaded into my spirit as the judgment hits, so will my miracles. And I got the impression that those miracles at the time, double portion miracles, because that's all I was familiar with. But as I've said, Pastor Massey said that the Lord told him, no, 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 not double portion miracles, sevenfold miracles. And then, of course, on July the 6th of 2018, Prophet Sundar Salvarej had four angels visit him, according to what he said then. And they told him that even we, meaning the angels, have never seen the kind of miracles that are about to hit the earth. If you could put together what I'm saying, a lot of this is really painting a picture that is overlaying and confirmed from many other people. Let's go on, though. Just as the Christian walked in the supernatural power of God, those who were not saved and given over to lasciviousness were walking in a supernatural perversion and hatred that was demonic. I saw many encounters between the two. I saw and heard the Christian leaders admonish the people not to be as lot and to allow their righteous souls to be vexed as they were who pitched their tents towards Sodom and Gomorrah. I saw a powerful move of God. Pause. Remember I told you God has shown me uh, a vision and a dream of me organizing and speaking in sports stadiums. I'm telling you it's coming. I heard the audible voice, voice God say, I will give you part of the harvest from the seeds sown by Billy Graham. I'm telling you, there are great miracles, great miracles, great salvation, a great move of God is about to hit America as the judgment hits. All right, now let's go back. I saw a powerful move of God. They operated much like the early church, but the emphasis was on winning the lost. Because of that, which had happened and which was happening, there was a unity of spirit among the believers. They worked together to perform the will of God and the works of God. Now, I know, and hopefully you do too, that you're watchmen. And as a plumber needs certain tools, as a car repairman needs certain tools, brothers and sisters, you need some tools. I have put together a special offer. I call it the Wake Up America gift offer. I'm going to recommend you get it. Now, it's two DVDs and a book that you need to get to get yourself as a watchman prepared so you can be used. Look, if you aren't prepared, God isn't going to call your name. you got to get yourself prepared. First one is Dimitri Dudeman's actually him giving his testimony. You need to see him. You need to see this DVD so you can hear what he says about the fall of America. The second one is a book. I organized it, but I didn't write it. It's all of the testimony and dreams and visions of Dimitri, his son Michael, or his grandson Michael Boldea, and also Prophet Leslie Johnson. And then another DVD I put together called America in Bible Prophecy. Two DVDs and a book valued at $75, all for a gift of $35, available at prophecyclub.com. Now, yes, you can go to watchprophecyclub.com. You can watch all of our DVDs instantly, but you don't get the book there. 
So this time, I recommend you either call 785-266-1112, 785-266-1112, place your order for the Wake Up America gift offer, or better yet, go to prophecyclub.com. You want to order the Wake Up America gift offer, give you $35. It goes to get you prepared for God to use you in the days ahead. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers. And thank you for your gifts of support. God bless. Prayerfully consider supporting the Prophecy Club with your gifts of support. We would not be here without your prayers and generous financial support. Now from the Prophecy Club, some exciting opportunities for you. You can now watch 160 Prophecy Club recordings and soon over 300 without interruption. Most people would agree 300 titles, normally $30 each, a gift of $100 a month would be reasonable, $50 a pretty good deal, but the introductory rate for a limited time is just $20 recurring monthly subscription. A one-year subscription is a gift of $200. There's no contract. You can cancel any time you want to, and you get the first three days free just to check it out. The best deal is a yearly subscription that will lock in your rate for a year even when we raise the rates. WatchProphecyClub.com. Go check it out. WatchProphecyClub.com.